This episode of Power Tips Unscripted is brought to you by Wellborn Cabinet, kitchen and bath cabinetry made in the USA. Today on Power Tips Unscripted, Victoria and I talk about setting and achieving goals. We talk about bowls, we talk about elephants, we talk about all kinds of fun stuff. And you'll hear all about it in just a second. You want answers? Put that coffee down. You talking to me? Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Arari. Hi there, Vic. How are you today? I'm great. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, certainly. Um, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm excited about our topic today. Now, this was something that you came up with earlier. What was it that sort of piqued your your curiosity and your um, intention to talk about goal setting today? Yeah, so I wanted. I thought this would be a good topic for today, mostly because um, sitting last night, I'm I'm home. I'm flipping through the the guide on my TV, trying to find something to put on, and I saw Bull Durham was on. Have you seen it? Yes, yes, Kevin Costner, Susan Sarandon, yep. Yeah, Tim Robbins. So that's one of those movies that if it's on, I have to watch it. It's just I'm putting it on. It's like that and Shawshank Redemption and The Godfather, right? Yeah. All all movies, you got to – if it's on, you're watching it. So I put it on, and it was was actually about 10 minutes before the scene. Do you know the scene – well, actually, maybe I should set this up for people that that aren't familiar. It's – Bull Durham is a baseball movie, okay? It's fun. I mean, look, I'm not a fan of baseball. It doesn't uh, doesn't do it for me. But when it comes to sports themed movies, baseball definitely knocks it out of the park. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, think about it. There's Moneyball, you know, Bad News Bears, Major League, the Natural League of Their Own, Field of Dreams. I mean, it's just tons of baseball, That's and right. they're all awesome. So I, I, I'm not a fan of watching the sport, but I'll watch a good baseball movie anytime. Anyway. Bull Durham's about a minor league baseball team called the Bulls, the Durham Bulls. They're in, I think, North Carolina, something like that. And um, they've got this dopey pitching prodigy guy who's played by uh, Tim Robbins. He's got huge ball control issues and a huge ego. And they bring in to this minor league team Kevin Costner. His character is Crash Davis, and he's like a lifelong minor leaguer. And he's there to mentor the hotshot, right, the rookie, to help him get to the majors. Anyway, that's a little bit of the backstory for people that don't know it. I'm going to actually go ahead and I'll just play a clip of this scene. This is a scene where Kevin Costner is in the pool hall and uh, Lelouch, the ego, goofy, dopey guy, comes in and is all excited that he's going to be moving up to the majors. Here's the clip. You know what the difference between hitting 250 and 300 is? It's 25 hits. 25 hits and 500 at-bats is 50 points, okay? There's six months in a season. That's about 25 weeks. That means if you get just one extra flare a week, just one, a gork, you get a, a ground ball, you get a, you get a ground ball with eyes, you get a dying quail, just one more dying quail a week. And you're in Yankee Stadium. 
So that's it. That's what inspired the whole thing about goal setting because it made me think about how you can't look at the big, huge goal and think you're going to do it. It's the small, little things, right? It's the small goals. The only difference between being a Hall of Fame hitter and an average hitter is just one more hit a week. One, what did he say? One dying quail, you know? That's right. A a gork, a ground ball. It's just that one little thing. And culminated over time, it gets you into the major leagues. It gets you into all-star level. And it's very similar to these huge goals that business owners set, right? And you can't look at the big goal. I mean, the, what's, what's the elephant? You can't eat an elephant. How's that go? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. Right. You can't look at the whole big elephant. You're going to say, I'm never going to be able to do that. I don't know. I, I was, I was watching it. First of all, I love the movie. I saw the scene. It inspired me. I said, Hey, this is a good topic. So, so that's where this came from. Let's, let's talk about that huge goal that you're going to set so that you can propel your business to massive amounts of success, but also how you get them into bite-sized, smaller goals. You know, this is really something that we deal with every day with our members, our roundtable members and the other remodeling company owners that we work with because we see it all the time. They've got a goal to increase gross profit, let's say from 23 to 33%. That's a 10% swing there. And they're like, yeah, we can see we got to get there, right? That they're going to make the money they want to hire the people, to offer the benefits, all the things they need to do. They've got to make this jump of 10 percentage points. But then they got to figure out how they're going to do it. they got to break it down into these tiny bite-sized pieces that they and their team can work on to help them achieve that big whopping goal. Right. So what tools do we use or do we recommend our members use to get that big goal into the bite-sized chunks? Well, we need to have them look at it, right, look at their big goal. Like when, when we're doing roundtable meetings, for example, all the members of every group – have commitments that they write down and that they commit to to the team, to their to their roundtable group, to so that they will all achieve these small bite-sized pieces. But that's what those commitments are. They're small pieces of the big goal. It's a starting point to getting people on the track to get them moving toward the big goal, but in tiny little pieces. Like it might be, let's say that one of the things they know they have to do in order to increase their gross profit is hire a production manager because the owner who's been handling it is just overwhelmed and he's not able to track it properly. So they know they want to hire a production manager. but that's And that's a piece in itself, but that then has to be broken down into smaller pieces, like start out by writing a job description of what that production manager is going to be responsible for, what's going to make the person in that job successful. From there, you have to build out step-by-step what all the pieces are to get to the point where you finally have somebody hired, onboarded, ready to rock. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so uh, something that's a little tighter that, uh, as you were saying that, that made me think kind of draws closer line to the um, to the movie clip we just listened to. It's that little thing because in the movie clip, and, and Grant, everything you're saying is 100% right, but in, in addition to these smaller goals that you're going to achieve – which is definitely part of it's almost like steps you take to achieve the goal. The clip itself also is kind of saying, what can you change routinely? What's 
what's that small adjustment, that small minor adjustment you can make to your daily routine that separates you and gets you to that goal? So if I was going to look at that increasing gross profit, right? What's, what's the impact? Imagine the impact of one less lumber yard run per week. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, that one small, that's that, that's your, your, your gork, you know, yeah. your, your, your dying quail. Just one less lumber yard run per week. And if you could do that, you'll be that much closer to your goal of increasing your gross profit by 10%. You know, it's those little daily routine things that also contribute in addition to setting these staged goals that move you towards the big goal. Now, here's another good example that falls into that, I believe. Right now, one of our groups is having a big discussion about how they're using their time. Because, again, our tagline is earn more, work less, period, right? So work less is the key here. So we've got this whole group going around saying, how can we use our time more efficiently to get to the goal? So one of them, one of the big goals is to reduce turnover or reduce the time from the sale to the start of construction. Or, excuse me, it's, it's reducing time from the lead to the close of the sale, right? So one of the things is getting estimating done in a more timely manner. So some a couple of members of this group first started out by doing a time study of, you know, how they're spending their time every day. And one person realizes that he is not spending enough time on estimating because other things come and grab his attention. So estimating gets left behind, and then the estimates don't get done, the sales can't be closed. So once he realized that, then he took the small step of saying, okay, I'm going to calendar in, I'm going to set aside time in my calendar three times a week to do nothing but focus on estimating. That little step will help him produce the estimates much faster, which will allow the sales to be closed faster, which will allow production to produce more, and so on and so forth, reaching the ultimate goal. That's That's a great point. It's the consistent small things that really culminate to to big huge results when it comes to home cabinetry trust the name that sets the standard wellborn cabinet incorporated founded in 1961 and proudly made in the USA wellborn cabinet is 100% vertically integrated from the sawmill to construction to the nationwide deliveries made by the wellborn transportation team offering both framed and frameless lines the choice for all of your kitchen cabinetry needs is simple wellborn cabinet now another example is the Sandler sales training that a lot of our members have gone through and we've gone through over the years. One of the things they talk about is, you know, yeah, you got to set sales goals for a salesperson, but you don't focus on the number. Like, let's say you want every salesperson to sell a million dollars. They don't focus on that million dollars. What they do is they focus on the actions that precede the sale. The more of these small actions that a salesperson takes, the more sales they make. It just leads down that path. Sort of like to to another one of your baseball movies, Moneyball, right? If you get so many, if, if you get on base, right? Once most, if you get on base, they're not counting the runs. They're, getting, they're counting the on bases. Right. So this way, it's like, okay, if an action is every week, I'm going to reach out to three interior designers to introduce myself and schedule a meeting just to talk about our services. And that's the action that'll get you to the big goal. But you gotta have the discipline. So that ties in there too. The discipline to do those things. You know what you just said about Moneyball too and the discipline, because really that's kind of what it is. You got this big goal. 
So you want to make huge strides towards it. You, let's keep this baseball analogy going for a bit. Yeah. You're swinging for the fences, you know. You're constantly trying to hit that that home run shot. But you know, when it goes when it comes down to your batting average, a home run's the same as a broken bat dribbler, you know. So it makes no difference. It's still going to count the same. So stop swinging for the fences. These small little adjustments are the way to get there. Yeah, you know, and I love the whole concept of of goal setting in general because you set a good goal, you know, something that's kind of meaty, something that's a bit of a stretch goal, and it gets people excited. It gets people fired up to try to reach that goal. And if you have the plan of, you know, some of the steps you're going to take in the meantime, you're setting deadlines on some of these things, you're sharing it with the team, getting them involved in the same same sorts of small steps and discipline that the owners are demonstrating, you know, it just gets everybody fired up and your chances of reaching the big goal to me would go up significantly. That's a, that's a great point. I think that's probably the biggest challenge with this and it goes back to discipline. The problem with these small minor adjustments is there's no tangible, obvious impact to it, right? If going back to the, the lumber yard run, okay, you do one less lumber run, lumber yard run per week. Great. You're not going to see that. It's not going to, it, it takes a while. It's a culmination. So I do think that's, that is part of, that's a challenge to what you were saying about getting everybody excited because these smaller daily adjustments to the routine yeah. don't give you that big satisfying home run shot that you just made a big impact. You know, one of the things I think people might forget a little bit is to celebrate the small incremental step wins, right? So celebrate, hey, you know, we said that we were going to cut it back. You know, initially, when you're presenting the, the goal, cut out one lumberyard run a week, you can equate that to some money. Yeah, you're not going to be able to realize it right away, but you could equate it to, we could save this much. If we save this much, we can, you know, get a new tool, or we can get a new, you know, a shuffleboard for the office, or we can take everybody on a fishing trip. So, but these are the steps we have to take. So as you're hitting those small steps, you know, and we have to do it eight weeks in a row. Hey, you hit it two weeks in a row, celebrate. Let everybody know, woohoo, we're on our way to the big goal. Come on, people, keep them excited. That's the hardest part. Yeah, but working without a goal, without a without several goals, really probably, goals per department, I think it just you just can get caught up in the mundaneness of it. I love the excitement that that goal setting adds to the culture. I'm I'm guilty of it. I mean, I'm all about that big, huge end result, that goal. But you know, doing the little things and is mundanacity something? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. The mundaneness. I'm going to go with mundanacity. I think. All it's right, a there you word. go. New word. I invented a word. The mundanacity of some of it. It's it is a it's a drag. So I'm I can speak for myself where, you know, I like to see the big wins. And I think that's a good point. If you almost, I I hate to call it manufacturing it, but that's almost what you're doing. You have to kind of create the excitement around something that isn't all that exciting. I mean, (laughs) you know, you're not launching fireworks because Johnny didn't go to the, he went to the lumber yard three times instead of twice this week. Right. You know, flip that twice. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Right. But, uh, 
you know, you, you almost have to manufacture excitement to some degree. But I think that's what's critical, especially as a leader, so that people feel that what they're doing is being seen and recognized. So what if it is just part of their daily job, though? What if there's an owner that says, I, I don't see any reason to celebrate that. That's his job. What would you say to that person? I say, I feel your pain, man. I get you. <laughs> You're just doing your job. <laughs> yeah, but... You know, as a leader, let's let's get people excited and recognize that. Let them be seen. I agree. Now, you got anything else to say about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> I just the great great topic. I hope this inspires some people to get out there and set some goals and think about the steps and bring other people into it to work on that goal with them. And if you haven't seen it, watch Bull Durham because it's a classic. And while you're at it. Since you've got all that extra time from not running to the lumberyard, watch uh, Major League because that's a fantastic movie. <laughs> okay. I've seen that at least 300 times. Oh, gosh. League. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Shut up, Dorn. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you very much, Mark, for bringing this topic to us today. Yep. And thank you, Bull Durham, for inspiring it. And we want to thank you for listening week in and week out. I am Mark Harari. And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted, the Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.